Overdrive Radio. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome to Overdrive Radio's Car Advice Hour. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of Overdrive Radio. I am your host, uh, Mike. <laughs> I think that's my name. And with me in the studio, I have Taryn, my co-host. Hi, everybody. And our producer, Mr. Eric. What's up? So, uh, again, thank you for joining us for this new episode. Um, as you all know, the first hour is the Car Advice Hour. Second hour is Entrepreneurs in Overdrive. And today we have a very special guest to us. She is extremely special to us. Uh, I'm sure she will be to you as well. So, anyhow. Um Car advice hour. Car advice hour. <laughs> and also stay tuned because at some point this hour, we will be giving away three free oil changes at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, Florida. Well, how about we say who our sponsors are? Um, our sponsor is for Overdrive Radio is Universal Tire and Auto, home of the buy four tires, get a free alignment. So... Um, I, I gotta talk. Uh, I gotta start with COVID a little bit first, uh, okay. and then we can uh, we can go talk some car, uh, some uh, you know, uh, some car, car good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, good news, obviously, Florida continues to trend downwards. Um, I just yeah. wanted to really say the one thing is uh, the one thing that's actually making us trend downwards, uh, in my opinion, I think is the social distancing, and I believe it's the masks. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. I think it's both. I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I do. Because, you know, again, um, Eric, uh, I heard you talking about it a little earlier. When, when was it that we were trending 11,000 a week? Uh, we were tre- trending like 11,000 a day now, but like two oh, weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry, a day. Yeah, 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 about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So yeah. in two weeks, we're down to 5,000 a day or, or less. Uh, less than five, yeah. We, five, yeah. We've been averaging about three and a, 3.8 thousand so somewhere oh wow yeah so we're down to we're about that's 30 awesome. yeah we're down about 3800 on average uh, that's lately. outstanding over the last we've been under five the last five days do you think uh we've 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 achieved the herd <laughs> immunity or is it because that everybody's starting to become smarter about it a, a little of both uh it has shown in a lot of the uh the, the statistics and things like that that yeah. when there is a bad outbreak mm-hmm. the the numbers hit about ten thousand and they'll sit about ten thousand eleven thousand Pretty steady. Almost every time it's been that way wow. for about a week, and yeah. then it comes back down. And then so yeah, tens- so it's a yeah. little bit of both. It, it is a a bit of hey, a bunch of people got it at once. You're getting a little herd immunity going on. Also, a bunch of people got it at once. Everybody's like, okay, well maybe I should put a mask and, and be a little bit better on. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. That's a little bit of both. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think I think probably the one that's le- less painful, obviously, is the the prevention. You know, an ounce of prevention, obviously, is is. Uh, whatever the rest of the saying is, you know. However, however, though, however, as the numbers go down, we will find ourselves back in a pickle if we start to slack off. That's the thing. Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna put this out there. I went a couple of weeks ago out with the boys. We went to this uh, really nice Brazilian restaurant in in downtown. In in I'm sorry, on I Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, without mentioning any names, um, I, I was so impressed with how far the tables were apart. Now, obviously, this is one of the biggest restaurants in probably Orlando, 
Uh, one of the most reputable for sure. Um, you know, the tables were really set far apart. And then they controlled something that's, that's in my opinion, the the easiest way to catch it is a buffet. <laughs> yeah. So what they did is they controlled the buffet scene. They gave people like little slips here, you know, tell me what you want from the buffet. And they would go in and get it for you from the buffet. And I think there was only one person allowed at that buffet. So I think you need to just open your eyes, see what's going on around you. Cause you know, that same day I went, you know, first when we picked this restaurant, I mean, the boys, we'd stop by three other restaurants and <laughs> two of the three had open buffets. And it was like, help yourself. And I can honestly tell you. <laughs> the sneeze guard was, is not going to Exactly. There was three people behind the, the buffet, um, you know, the cooks and prep cooks and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I don't know, the restaurant had 50 people in it, 100 people in it. Now, this was 1.30, o'clock. Who knows what had happened from 11 o'clock when they opened all the way to, you know, to that time. Mm. So be smart. Have your eyes open. Don't just, you know, hey, I, I've always eaten at this restaurant. Things have changed. I will give one thing credit this has done, and uh, I'm going to say this is on the end of the reputable restaurants. Yes. Uh, they are the cleanest that you have ever oh, seen. Ever. absolutely. And, and absolutely. I worked in restaurants a lot, and, yeah. and I've, made, I've done all the way from washing dishes up to being a manager before. Yeah. So I've been in it, and just the rules and the things of that. So anytime you're going out and actually going to a reputable place, yeah. uh, uh, a good run mom and pop to yeah. up to a chain. Don't yeah. just head off to the first guy that you can see there that may have run opened a restaurant before. And they're they're good. Everything's yeah. wiped down. The tables are separated. Absolutely. Gloves. Everybody's doing exactly what they should be doing. Absolutely. So I give everything credit on that. Restaurants are some of the best places you can go to right now. For exactly. the fact that they are exactly. keeping everything clean yes. on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I give credit. Uh, I've been out to uh, the theme parks a couple times out yeah. in Universal. The stuff they were doing out at Universal... It, granted, it's Definitely. very small crowds yeah. compared to what it used to be. Yep. But I mean, everything's wiped down. They got crew members all over the place. They've mm -hmm. got uh, every before you get onto every ride, which yeah. is really weird. They give you hand sanitizer before you get on every ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So by like the midday, my hands were so raw and red from hand sanitizer <laughs> being on them. But yeah. there was no uh, no problem of there actually being any type of uh, corona on there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but you know what? If it's funny because as you were saying that, <coughs> the contrast popped in my head at the other end of the spectrum of the school system asking 12 year olds and 13 year olds to be in charge of that wipe down and stuff like that. I, I believe <laughs> someone needs to rethink that. I was going to say, you know, whoever came up with it was smoking something. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, I, I honestly believe they need to rethink that. I think that they, um, what do you call it? That they need to, um, maybe have the teachers a little more involved in that. I don't mean the teacher needs to go and wipe it down, but I do believe the teacher goes table one, wipe watches table two, wipe watches. Yeah. I mean, it should be part of the to opening of each class as bad as that sounds and kind of sad, but I, yeah, it's in that point where, you know, yeah. okay, instead of it used to be the bell rings, open your books, go to this page it should be, you know, Hey, pop open your container, wipe down your desk. There yep. you go. Okay. Now yep. we can start the lesson. Yeah. Well, you know, the, uh, and I don't say it, just just to whatever. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. What are what is? I mean, if they don't do that, what's what's going to happen? It, it, it's it's risk versus reward for crying out loud. So what? A, a one minute gets you know. 
No, I don't think. I think the teachers spent. would be more than happy to um, wipe everything down. I think the problem isn't, and, and again, I'm not, um, the school that my children go to, I like what they're going to be doing is they're rotating the teachers, not the um not the kids. Now, I, I say that, but my kids are going to go virtual right now, which, yeah. again, to each his own. Um, uh, but I do know that in like some of the county schools, depending on what county you're in, the custodians, unfortunately, they can't clean the classrooms until the end of the day. And so it's unfortunately left on the arms of and the shoulders of the teachers to make sure that their classrooms are maintained on top of taking care of the kids, yeah. on top of all of the new routines. And it's it's a lot for them. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I've heard from 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 a lot of parents, um, you know, I mean, you, you hear it. Listen, the problem is if you leave a. A 13 year old to make a decision, you're going to get a 13 year old's decision <laughs> as lame as that sounds. If you allow a 13-year-old or leave them to be in charge of a decision, you are going to get the quality. The decision's quality is going to be the quality that will be produced by a 13-year-old. It only stands to reason. So don't expect the 13-year-old to give you, or 14-year-old, to give you a decision um, that is going to be just like a decision, or, you know, the decision of a 30-year-old that's obviously seen a lot more in life. Not to say that all 13 year olds are, you know, some of them are more advanced, but for crying out loud, a 13 year old is still a baby. I mean, you tell a 13 year old, your options are, Hey, uh, you can do your schoolwork at home. Uh, -huh. uh, we're not worrying about you infecting anybody else in the family. Uh, you can get whatever your quality you're going to get out of, or you can go to school and see your friends. You're gonna pick a oh. friends. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna Hands get down. a 13 year old quality decision. Hands down. See Period. Lines. End of story. So, you know, again, do not. I, I urge the schools. I urge the school districts. I urge the counties. Please, 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 do not leave. You know these things. They have to be managed by the teachers, and the teachers have to be managed by um, management. You know, whatever the hierarchy is um, in a school nowadays, um, I'm, I'm told it's different than my days. <laughs> so, um, again, just just it has to be managed. If you allow it to stay in the um, hands of a 13 year old or 14 or 15 or 17 for crying out loud, how many 17 year olds get high? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's a whole discussion because at the same time, every teacher needs to get the supplies they need. You know, yeah. you cannot, you know, giving a teacher, and I know this is happening in some of the schools, are getting, um, you know, reusable, um, what do you call them? Like reusable wipes, wipes and sprays and stuff. And you got to, you know, anyway. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, honestly, I'm not into this reusable stuff. And I can tell you why. It's just like a, uh, um, you know, a restaurant, uh, if I think the best way to do things is to have some paper towels, use, discard, use, discard, use, discard. Well, actually, and the reason being yeah. is you're just taking a, if you take a cloth and just keep spraying, you're spreading the stuff around for crying out loud. Yeah, you might be killing it with whatever is in there, but what if something stays alive? Well, we, we don't had, know. Uh, we had a few weeks back, we had teak. 
um, neighborhood grill. Mm-hmm. They came out and they have like a QR code for their um, their menu. So you see it on your phone. You don't yeah. even get a physical yeah. menu. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, talking about kids, you know what? That's why they have to get their permits at 15 and it takes a while before they drive. And so speaking oh, about driving. It's one driving, of the smartest thing to do is, is you know, that one year of, of you know, making sure that they get that one year before they actually can get a driver's license. So speaking about driving, <coughs> yesterday, yes, ma'am. yesterday, I was... Um, I got something in my throat. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yesterday, saw these rims. I had never seen anything like this before. The car, it was these gorgeous looking rims. The car was, the wheels were moving, but the rims were not. They were stationary. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, as yeah, though yeah. the car was floating. I know. It, you know, it's so funny. I've like, when they first came out years ago, I remember standing at a traffic light. I don't know, Eric, if you ever experienced this and looking over and seeing them moving. And I want to hit, I, I mean, I literally caught myself trying to hit the accelerator <laughs> when it stands still because, you know, your mind kind of like, oh my God, oh shoot, everybody's moving. <laughs> so you're trying to. I mean, it was a trick to my to my eyes because I could see this car going and I could see the wheels, but it was as though the car was kind of floating. Anyway, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I had never seen that before. So. Oh, you haven't? No, I've oh, never seen yeah. that before. They, they've been out for a while, I think. I'm maybe sure. I'm not like, yeah. 10, 11 years. Maybe I'm more, I'm not into actually. that, but I saw it and, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. All right, well, we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to start on the car advice. Join- Florida Man Radio. Like hanging out with the boys in the shop. We're talking cars and a whole lot more. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Overdrive Radio. This is your host, Mike, and co-host, Taryn, and our producer, Eric. All right, so, um, when, uh, before we left, we were talking about kind of catching up on, you know, what's happening around us and stuff. And um, we thought maybe, you know, now we'd start the car advice hour. (laughs) That's about time. (laughs) It's about time. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Um, Anyhow, uh, you know, one thing I really want to start with, um, it's how things change on cars, technologies and et cetera. It's something that started maybe a couple, three years ago. I started to notice that a lot of the uh, cars, you know, the newer cars are coming in and, Typically speaking, on 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 cars, you're going to have two front brake jobs to a to one in the back. But Wait, what do you mean by that? That means you'd have to do the front brakes twice to the back brake once because it runs about sixty forty braking. In you other mean, words, that would... when you hit the brake, sixty percent of the mm-hmm. brakes are actually in the front, forty percent in the rear. So you'd be going back to a shop twice to get the front brakes fixed before you would ever have to think about the back brakes by the time you get to the second one you usually have to do the back okay yeah here's what we've been finding however we've been finding a lot of cars a lot of makers um the rear brakes are getting wore out first why well there's uh initially i was kind of like uh maybe this is the we first started to notice it on the uh you know they don't make the the vans the e250s anymore they make transits is what they call them space looking spaceship looking things um so we started to notice them on the transits first and we figured well it's a rear wheel drive uh, maybe it's a little bit different etc um 
and we were typically doing two to one back to front on those. And then all of a sudden, we start to notice it on cars. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, me, I'm sitting there and, you know, nobody really gives you the, the, the explanation on it. You know, there's no technical manuals that explain that. So, so I'm sitting there and, you know, and, and one of my techs comes over and he says, uh, why is that? It doesn't stand, you know, it doesn't make sense. So I said, well, is the car up in the air still? And he says, yeah. So I go over there and here's the reason, just so everybody knows, Here's the reason why it's two to one, or it used to be two to one to the front. Now, a lot of cars, by the way, some cars are still that same way. Um, the way that when you when you push your when you put your foot on the brake pedal or push the brake pedal, what happens is <clears throat> through a rod comes up inside the master cylinder and you're pushing in, and it activates the front first. And then it activates the rear. Okay. So typically speaking, the front gets activated first. <clears throat> In order for the nose of the car not to dip down, they invented something and called it a hold-off valve. <laughs> In really layman terms, hold-off valve. They okay. have multiple names for it. When you mean dip down, you mean that by putting... Like the- if you... Okay, if, if you're... Here's a vehicle. Okay. And let's say the front, you, you hit the brakes and it's the front brakes. Right. What do you think is going to happen the to the front? The car is going to kind of dip forward a It's going to dip forward, down forward a little bit, right? Okay. So in order for that not to happen and not to be permanent, this car may be flipping or something, right. they put something called a hold-off valve. So it kind of stops it, it a little bit. What it does, it, it kind of like <clears throat> momentarily holds off the front till the rear catches up. Okay. However, the front still <clears throat> activates more and better than the rear. But what you're saying is now you're starting to see more cars where the rear is getting worn out first? The yes. rear brakes? Yes. So why would that be? So I kind of got in there and I'm like, still the same, what do you call it? Still same design on the master mm-hmm. cylinder. What did they do different? Why is the rear? Are they shortening? Are they shorting us on the on the thickness of the pad in the rear? And I looked at it, and quite frankly, no. It's typically the rear pads are a lot thinner, and it remained kind of thinner mm-hmm. than the front. However, they're wearing out faster. And I kept looking, and everything's the same. And I'm like, this really does not make sense. So I went in and I started doing my research on that one particular model and come to find out, and this is where a lot of people don't know this, um, the, a lot of cars nowadays have something called electronic braking. Okay. So electronic braking is a completely independent system by itself. You could be driving, <laughs> and people have told me this. I'm driving, and the car is fighting me. And I'm like, what do you mean fighting you? And they'll say, I'm trying to accelerate. <coughs> My goodness, you got, like, allergies going on uh, over there. Big time. Bless me. <laughs> Bless me, Father, for I know. Just kidding. Anyway, so um, uh, 
And they'll say, oh, my God, the brakes are hitting by themselves. And you go, huh, what? And then we go in and start diagnosing it. And sure enough, yes, the guy's telling the truth. Um, and it's typically, at, you know, one of the electronic uh, stuff in there has gone bad and it's seeing something it shouldn't be seeing. So it thinks the car's uh, getting into an accident. So it's hitting the brakes, literally, as you're mm -hmm. trying to accelerate. Um, and then I start to think about it. Well, what if the rears are engaging because of the electronics? And sure enough, what's happening is because of that electronic system, the distribution of the brakes are, are even, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. They should have done that to begin with. However, what did they do? They still left the brake pads as thin as they used to be, which means they're wearing out much faster. Ah, I see. Now, what would happen if they didn't and they made them as thick as, as the ones in the front, what will happen is you'll need brakes, brakes for front and rear both at the same time. So they're still kind of being kind than in making one go before the other. So like if somebody's listening, they're going, well, how do I know that it's my back brakes that I need to have replaced? Um, that, get, get get it checked out. But like are there signs you're that gonna, people would hear? You're, you might probably hear a noise. By the time you hear a noise of, of, okay, as I always tell people, if you hear whistling, it's a less, the, the harsher the noise. Mm-hmm the deeper the problem. Now, is that when they are pressing down on the brakes they are hearing the noise? Yes. If you're hearing noises when you're not pressing on the brakes, it's not brakes because you're not engaging the brakes. It just stands to reason. So I get a lot of people saying, oh my God, I think it's my brakes. Why? As I'm driving, I hear a noise. So what happens to the noise when you hit the brakes? It goes away. Well, it's not the brakes then. <laughs> so it's something actually that the brakes is, is kind of, making it go back into place, right? Mm -hmm. So um, typically speaking, what I'm going to say is if you hear like a the, 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 the less harsher the, the noise, the less problem you have. The, the scrape, the, like a, a whistling noise is going to be less than a scrape, less than a, um, less than a metal to metal noise, less than uh, like one of those, you know, Obviously, the harsher the noise, the more problem it is. You get to, to the point of harsher noises. M my recommendation at that point is um, get the car towed over to a shop. Not even driven to a shop. Get it towed over to a shop. Because uh, brakes is not something you mess around with. Because if you hit the brakes and the car does not stop, right, yeah. you know, you're in for a world of trouble. So, um, anyways, <clears throat> so... Just taking that theme of a lot of things that have changed in cars, um, brakes is definitely one of the things they have. Um, now, is that generally on all cars? Not yet, but it will be. So whatever it is that comes across, a lot of people tend to have like a preconceived idea of, well, no, I should be having my front brakes first. Uh, says who? <laughs> not anymore. It doesn't matter. Whatever comes up first, you handle pretty much. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Now, another <clears throat> preconceived notion that kind of floats out there is that let's say, for example, your car, um, you've been using 
you don't need to, but you've been doing full synthetic. I actually came across this uh, this week, uh, your friend. Uh, right. Well, that the question would that was a very special situation because of the type of car that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, typically speaking, uh, I'm going to tell you this, and this is going to be pretty much the standard rule, except for maybe one or two models of the Toyotas. Most 99% of the models of the Toyotas and Lexuses, except for the higher end ones, I'm going to tell you that 2010 was the dividing year between regular oil and synthetic oil. What I mean for that is the regular oil, you can use whatever you want to use because the regular being the lowest, the synthetic being the highest. But now if it's a, if it, if it requires synthetic oil, then you can't use regular. 2010 was the year that it said you can use either or. 2011, it went to full synthetic. 2009, it was regular. But even at regular, if you chose to do full synthetic, you could. That is, yes, ma'am. But people, but there's, but here's not just the particularly biggest, with that car, but yes. I'm saying with, with in general. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to handle that particular situation yeah. that your friend came with. Yeah. Um, the, uh, typically speaking, and here's one of the biggest, biggest, absolutely, baddest preconceived notions and ideas that people have about cars once you go to full synthetic you can't absolute baloney wait if once you, you go to full synthetic you can't go back to, to regular, regular oil. oil or conventional Absolute or conventional or conventional conventional oil yes changes. conventional no matter of fact if you take my recommendation uh if you if your car um takes regular i recommend it about once a year you put synthetic in there, it'll help you clean out what's in there. Yeah, it's like going to the salon. It's like drinking water. Water quenches your thirst. However, should you decide to drink Gatorade or Powerade, <laughs> it's going to not only quench your thirst, but it's going to give you the extra stuff that your body might need. So that's why I'm saying, and that was my, not my analogy, that was Nate's analogy. <laughs> interesting analogy i know um but it is it's like it's going to give you the, the what you need for the water and then it's gonna uh it, it's gonna give you the extra you know minerals and salts and everything else that your body requires and needs so it, you know if you decide that you know what i'm gonna be nice to my car <laughs> and uh this time i'm gonna have a uh that's Full synthetic oil change. Taking your car to the salon, get the your hair done, get you know a blowout, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, going back to it, uh, it 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 really is just just you can use it whenever you want to. Stop using it whenever you want to. Matter of fact, I'll be honest with you, not more than once a year to just get everything cleaned out on the inside. Uh, however. If your car takes regular and you happen to use the full synthetic, do not take the recommendations of the high end of the mileage interval for the full synthetic. I would still keep it at the 3,000 miles three months. And again, though, all that stuff, because it's a lot of information, all that stuff, your your auto repair shop mechanic should be able to kind of guide you. Guide you through it, yes. Uh, If not, give us a call. 
I'm more than happy, happy to. to help. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just bear in mind, we're going to do those giveaways again very soon. Um, so you're going to give away some oil changes? Oil changes, three oil All changes. All right. You know, it's funny. We actually had the other day, someone came in, love them. They requested you to do their oil change. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Sadly, however, I actually not happened to be uh, in town that day, and Rob was kind enough to step in and say, "You know what? I'm a master mechanic." However, too. <laughs> if Mike is there, he'll do your oil change. Yeah, right? I absolutely. Do I've done it before changes. several times. Yeah. I mean, it's not you know, uh, my hands are not <laughs> you know manicured or anything there's so still, how about, still work on cars so how about this how about have your phones ready i'm gonna give you the phone number and the promo code um you know after in the last uh, in the, yeah in the in last, the last uh, um, segment sorry segment which yeah. is the next segment mm-hmm. which means that we have to take a break that's right so uh join us after the break and win some free oil changes These days, we spend half our lives in our cars. We're here to help you handle the roads and the repair shop. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Overdrive Radio. Uh, Sponsored by Universal Tire and Auto, home of the Buy 4 Tires, get a free alignment. Check us out at UniversalTireAndAuto.com. So let's go ahead and do the giveaways for the oil change. Nah. Yeah. Let's everybody let me, go get your pens and papers. Let me at least give them the phone number. No, 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 no. Everybody go get. Come on, man. Give everybody a chance. Um, and um, we'll do it in a couple of minutes. All right. Get your pen and paper. Come <laughs> on. Don't say Mike never does nothing for you in there. No, just kidding. All right. So um, what were you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So anyhow, uh, one other thing really I saw this week and I, I kind of it's funny because Rob and I were talking this morning and and I said, you know, what what really have we seen the last couple of weeks that we need to talk to people about? Because I'll be honest with you, some of these things can be easily, easily prevented. Uh, we, we had a, um, a nice car, uh, oil truck um, came in for a big job, a decent job, um, over a thousand for sure. But that job, once we took it apart, um, became a almost $2,500. Why? And the problem was this gentleman had someone install a an engine for him. They did not tighten up certain bolts. <laughs> we got in there, and literally um, the... Um, um, uh, the torque converter was was loose. Snapped the end of the torque converter. The dealer sells those for eleven hundred dollars. We were we were you know we, we I mean killed ourselves wow. trying to find it. Um, went through half a dozen wrong ones, and finally we ended up finding it. Um, had to get it from California. You know, pay extra shipping and extra this and extra that, and finally got it. Got it for the guy and got it done. The bell housing, which is the case for the transmission. I mean, it's got holes the size of <laughs> an apple each um, from not tightening some of the bolts. And, and literally that torque converter was just loose inside, just you know, knocking any itch, which way impossible, mm-hmm. which really, you know, I mean, I'm surprised the customer didn't say anything about it because 
I mean, I'm sure it was really noisy. <laughs> but again, a lot of people get in their cars and crank that used, music, baby. Yeah, you also get used to the noises sometimes. You know how sometimes you might drive yeah. a car and you're like, whoa, do you hear that noise? Yeah. That person doesn't hear it because you just get so accustomed to it. Man, that noise, though, how could they have possibly got it? Because that had to have been you, like bro. a just metal on metal clanking. Oh, yeah. the torque That torque converter was literally, I mean, it dug holes inside of there. And it's funny because, you know, I don't want to... <laughs> charge the guy another three grand replacing that damn transmission even though there's no labor but you know come on still expensive um so i had the boys you know put some duct tape by the way this is when you can use duct tape on cars <laughs> <laughs> to plug the holes it's not the transmission was not operational but if 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 we had left these holes open a rock could get in there and destroy that transmission so what was um so but but the conclusion out of this is please when you do something guys go to somebody that's qualified i you know again i didn't want to embarrass my customer and you know um hey who did this for you um but i'll be honest with you it was it was a it was a friend yeah i mean that's that's basically what he said he said his friends his friend knew how to do how to work on cars Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this is the cost. His friend, in this particular instant, I mean, we had to do something on the engine itself. We had to do a rear main seal because it was literally pouring out of there. So we had to pull the transmission off to get to the rear main. <laughs> and that's where we fa- found all kinds of just interesting stuff. Um, again, my advice is, you know, it, okay. So this guy, let's say his friend charged him Two fifty versus five hundred dollars to install that engine, because you know labor on that engine is between five to seven fifty. So he saved five hundred bucks. But by us doing the job, and we really fought for this guy to get him uh, whatever. A lot of other shops would have said, uh, you know, um, sorry man, nobody has it. Dealer only. Dealer eleven hundred bucks. But we didn't. We got in there and you know we fought and fought and fought and fought and was able to get it for you know a fraction of that maybe half of that maybe less than half but the 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 point is um not many people would do that and most shops reputable and all but they're gonna say i'm sorry i got 30 cars to handle (laughs) i can't give you three hours to 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 you know mess around with your car to get it we just happen to be very tenacious people that like our customers. Now, let me ask you this. So let's say, you know, your child, um, and I'm thinking about this a lot because mine is about to turn 15. Your child is driving, um, just started their, getting their license. What would be the top three things that you feel that they first would all, need to know how to do on their vehicle? First of all, get them a bumper card. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like because is it that's check, that's what I'm seeing. Is unfortunately, it like check the oil? I get these kids that come in that they know I service their parents' cars. Yeah, Mike, please don't tell my dad. But like, do you really think? What do can they need I do? To know I got to fix this damn thing. Do they need to know how to put like, on a spare? Do they need to like? What would you think? Yes, the top three yes, things. Yes, absolutely. Because I don't even know how to. They put on a need spare. to put on uh, learn how to put on spare. They need to learn how to check oil. Because chances are they're going to drive a, a little bit older car like you yeah. did and I did. Um, and they may leak oil. So you're going to have to learn how to check fluids on it. Yeah. Um, another, you know, a couple of really easy things like, um, I mean, wh- where to put the oil. <laughs> 
There's yeah, there's a I've lot of people to, that I've, I I've had to I mean I get college kids that yeah. are that are 20 years old, 21 years old and they say um what I saw the light yeah, because you need to. You don't. You can't mess around with that. I've many a times with. A, with but a I car didn't know where to put the oil, and I'm like, yeah. "Call me, man! Didn't your dad yeah. tell you to call me?" <laughs> so, this gives me an idea for Universal. What? I'll write it down. No, I'm okay. not telling you yet. Oh, surprise! I'm think about it. I like surprise. <laughs> right, Everybody got see. their pens. So, yeah. Everybody got their paper. Mike is now allowing the oil change giveaway. <laughs> no, not allowing. <laughs> I just All want right. everybody to have a chance, man. Come on. Okay, here's the phone number. Four, this is you're going to text this information. You're going to text oil change to the following phone number. Crazy Mike is your promo code. <laughs> no, you're confusing everybody. Oh, yeah, We're going to text right. oil change to the following phone number. 407 995 Nine six six five. Again, that number is four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five. Promo code is oil change. So just type in oil change into the text. We'll get the first three people to text us. You will get a free oil change at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood. Our email, our website is universaltireandauto.com. If you type in Crazy Mike, I'll give you one. <laughs> if you type in Crazy Mike, we're going to have Mike do the oil change for yeah, you. I know, there you go. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, so, uh, but but basically, going back to that one particular point, because again, this this poor guy um, ended up having to pay uh, an extra fifteen hundred dollars on on really um, to fix stuff that should not have been uh, even touched to begin with, um, should not have been destroyed. Matter of fact, I don't think the whole repair should have been done. The guy, again, if I put an engine in a car, uh, nine times out of ten, I'm going to go in there and look and see if there's a, uh, what do you call it? There's a uh, a seal that needs to be replaced. Um, I might turn around and say to the customer, hey, Mr. Customer, this is going to be a five-minute job. Uh, you know, a rear main seal while the engine's out sitting <laughs> on the bench in front of me literally will take me pop. And, you know, little hammer, da, 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 install, done. So I'm not going to charge the customer for it. I might charge him for the seal. Those seals are typically not cheap. They're about maybe 30 bucks. But it's still not going to cost the customer what it just did, which and, was. And yeah. another moral of the story is stop letting your buddies. Thank you. Fix stuff that, <laughs> like if you if you got a buddy that wants to do an oil change. I mean, I'll, you know what? I've, I've even seen disasters out of those, but still, yeah. I'll, I'll trust the old change. Like an oil change, maybe yeah. some tire, change yeah. your tire, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But stop letting them get a hold of the no. heart and the brains and the power of your car. I mean, this was a beautiful Toyota truck. And this guy, I'm telling you, it could have been worse, guys. It could have been another $3,000 because, again, that converter almost ate up the wall of the uh, of the transmission. We couldn't have been able to help him a little bit more. In, in a few days, we wouldn't have been able to no, help. You're talking he was already missing bolts all over. He yeah. didn't drop that engine just straight out. Man, I am telling you. So, you know, uh, I, I really do want to thank um, our guys that were able to uh, kind of reassemble the whole thing together because, honestly, it was like a jigsaw puzzle. But anyways, it was a lesson, I think, learned, and it's very, very important uh, for us to know that, hey, give – the job to someone who is qualified to do it, please. In the long run, it will save you money, I promise you. So, um, 
couple of minutes, right? Uh, we basically, in the next hour, is going to be our entrepreneur hour. Yes. And boy, do we have a nice surprise for you. We sure do. We have a special guest, Angela Smarito. She's with JVC Broadcasting. She is one of our favorite people. She's a superstar, and she really she helps businesses um, you know, get seen, get heard. Um, in radio, she works with, does a lot of networking, works with a lot of businesses in Central Florida. So um, I think especially if you are a business or you're thinking about advertising, want to f- learn more, hear more, Angela is the person. So I'm she'll tell be in the this. next hour. I'm going to tell you this. If it wasn't for Angela, we wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Having radio, radio is, show. We, we're huge advocates of radio, for Absolutely, sure. absolutely. You know what I mean? All right, well, um, go get your coffee, uh, get your uh, drink, uh, whatever you want to... And one more time, <laughs> let me give you that phone number one more time for the oil change, 407-995-9665. Join us in a few minutes. Uh, well, no, yeah, a few minutes. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>